Hi, this is Andrew, and this is Keynote, the daily now.tv chat show with some of the world's leading thinkers and writers. Hello, everybody. It is Friday, June the 9th, 2023. We began the day in an interesting conversation with the Rome-based political philosopher Mark uh, Leela. Um, he has an interesting new essay out against nostalgia entitled The Once and Now on the Excellent Liberties Quarterly. And in that essay, uh, Mark writes about the relationship between nostalgia and photography. He asks why we take photographs. Uh, and he suggests that we take them as a kind of futuristic nostalgia, an attempt to capture the past uh, in a way that will satisfy us in the present and indeed in the future. He suggests that sometimes photography is painful. Uh, sometimes it's very pleasurable, the simple pleasures of self-recognition, of recalling happiness, of pride, of seeing life as a continuum, of reliving, of re of reliving and I guess relieving the journey. But he also says there's bitter with the sweet. And uh, my guest today, uh, as a follow-up in some ways to Mark Leela, is a chronicler of happiness and bitterness. He's a photographer. Geloia Concepcioni uh, was born and raised in Manila, Philippines. But he's been in the Bay Area, in the East Bay, over the Bay from me, uh, since 2017. And he has a fascinating new book out. Things You Wanted to Say But Never Did. It's a kind of collection of photographs and images and, conf and confessions that he aggregated from his Instagram page. It's a unique project, really quite remarkable in many ways. I think it's going to be the kind of book that becomes uh, very well known. It's already the number one release in guided journals. And I'm thrilled and honored that Jaloy Concepcioni is joining us from El Sobrante today. Uh, Jaloy, congratulations on the book. It's just out. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, no, th thank you for having me. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about this project. You sort of fell into it in an odd way, didn't you? It, it wasn't planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I arrived here uh, in 2017. Um, like uh, as an immigrant, you know, my first uh, three years here, like was the most like challenging years of my life. Uh, and, uh, you know, I uh, I had like uh, delays on my immigration. Um, I couldn't fly home. I uh, um, missed a lot of like um, events. I missed a lot of like funerals weddings birthday celebrations and i think i i think I th that uh, those three years are just like really challenging for me and all the the thoughts just bottled in and then you know i just one day i just uh, realized okay if i had all these thoughts people should have them too so i i i asked the uh question uh what are the things you wanted to say but never did on instagram and then yeah so think that on the first time 30 per 30 people answered the question and then it just kept growing it's more than just though a textual confession as i said you're trained as a photographer that's your 
day job, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, your your photography is remarkable. A lot of the stuff um, is about somehow in c- capturing uh, the humanity in people. So what you've done is you've put together people's confessions. I'm not sure whether that's the right word. People's thoughts, what they send to you with images so here we have for people just listening uh, you need to get the book it's, it's a very visual kind of conversation uh, the one we have off on screen at the moment is a is a rather blurred photo of a young woman uh with i take pictures so i can remember almost along the uh, the mark leela theme so what do you what do or did you do jaloy you you got people to respond to your instagram post and then you join that with your own photography is that correct yeah the the first part of the project um you know the one main reason i did it is to just offload you know to to use uh, photos that i think that were unusable and then uh, yeah so so the first uh, for the first part of the project i used uh, all my photos archival photos and then I ran out of it, so now I'm I'm uh, I'm just um, using uh, photos from uh, my audience, or uh, you know I, I go to like thrift shops and buy abandoned uh, photos, or uh, yeah, you know to give it like uh, a new life, you know, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, or but... to bring real life to back to life. Uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, as as one headline suggests, you make art from the things that are left unsaid. Although you're an art maker anyway, I mean, uh, as I said, the humanity of your photography is is um, very compelling. Another piece of yours talks about the unending humanity of your photographs. Some of these things, I have to admit, I've been browsing through them this morning, um, mm-hmm. Galoy. Uh, they're heartbreaking. Uh, here's yeah. one uh, on Instagram. Hey, Galoy. Uh, hey, Jaloy. I've been struggling with depression for almost 15 years. I know I'm ready to end it all. I just don't know when. So last year, I scheduled the day in 2020 to do it. That day is today. And this is also the day that I came across your project. I just wanted to say thank you. And I just wanted you to know that your project saved a life today. Please keep going, XX. I mean, couldn't get anything more moving and troubling and meaningful than that. Uh, how, how did you respond when you were getting these sorts of messages from complete strangers? Well, you know, one of the rules that I have in the project is to never respond to them. But uh, that, that particular note, uh, when I, when I uh, read it, that that's when I realized, okay, now the project is uh, you know beyond me, so it's bigger than me. So I need to find a way to uh, you know to keep it going. Did you have to get? I, I guess since you don't know who these people are and they're all anonymous, you don't need their permission to publish these photos. Yeah, it's part of the uh, the instructions you know, of, of the project. Like uh, I have uh, questions there that. Okay, are you uh, allowing me to uh, um, share this, or uh, you know, in the project or publicly? And then you know, most of them say uh, yes. And uh, yeah, it's all anonymous. I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I I won't even know if we were if we're gonna meet each other personally ever. But yeah, 
that that's uh, yeah, it's completely anonymous, one hundred percent. Jaloy, um, the book suggests that uh, that this work, the photographs, the image, the text, um, it, it's a stunning reminder of of art, the role of art in time at a time of personal and global unrest. You, of course, came in twenty seventeen just before COVID, before Black Lives Matter. Do you think that this is a particularly unusual time, particularly when it comes perhaps to people's mental health? And that's what so many of uh, the images uh, and ideas and mm -hmm. revelations in your book uh, discuss. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't even, uh, I didn't even um, plan you know, to, uh, for the project to be this, uh, big, but uh, yeah, I guess you know it just started with me feeling isolated, and then uh, you know the pandemic happened, and then we were all isolated, and we were all locked down. So I uh, and then we all had like uh, our time to uh, to uh, you know have conversations with ourselves, and uh, I think the, the project just came in the right time for me. Well, it certainly came at an interesting time for you. Uh, you had a young daughter um, mm -hmm. and your wife. I know there's a story that when all this broke, you went back to your wife and you said, I think this is something very serious. What happened? And, and what did you say to your wife? And what did she say to you? Yeah, because be before I started the project, you know, the pandemic happened. I got my work permit. So I, I was like super happy. I can now become a photographer again. And then the pandemic happened. I'm like, okay, no way I'm becoming a photographer in the pandemic. So I told uh, my wife, okay, um, please, if I, if I uh, sell all my gears, maybe I can give you more, uh, maybe four, four to $5,000. So you can, we can like have an allowance until I look for a work, like, you know, and uh, like a dishwasher or, uh, you know, and then, uh, yeah, I started the project. Um, I think the sec the second week, I got eighty more responses, and then I started to feel like you know, like okay, I think we're starting. I started something here. I, I told my wife, uh, you know, I clearly remember like it was where uh, we were about to sleep, and then I, uh, I told her, <clears throat> I told her, hey, I, I think. You know, I started something uh, wonderful or uh, you know useful. <laughs> or, what did she say? Or, yeah, she's she's so she's very happy. You know, she's always uh, supportive with my work, and then she's like, you know, like she say, well, people trust you, you know, and you just need to keep going. Yeah, you're the man with the camera, Jaloy. Uh, do you think that brings out people's trust more or less? The people does that make make you suspicious in many ways you're a you're a street photographer a lot of your work focuses on local filipinos wonderful photo of a 70 or 8 year old uh, filipino woman bringing uh care to sacramento area seniors what does walking around with a camera being known as the man with the camera does that make people trust you more because we live in an age of such saturated yeah. photography everyone thinks of themselves as a photographer, everyone carries around their smartphone, which is in some ways a sophisticated camera. 
I wonder how people respond to you differently because you're a professional photographer. Well, you know, I always uh, walk on the streets, especially in San Francisco, like every Friday. <laughs> But uh, I never take, I never took photos of anyone without uh, talking to them. So, you know, it's always about uh, conversations first. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just tell them like... Um, my intentions, you know, like, hey, can I take your picture after our conversation? You know, I really like to have, you know, to uh, record this event. And, uh, um, you know, um, I feel like people would love to, like, see uh, what happened to our uh, conversation. So, yeah, it's always uh, conversations for me. And then most of the time, maybe, like, four or five, six out of ten, people will be like, oh, no, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, maybe next time or, uh, you know, but there there will always be people like, oh, yeah, just, just, just take the picture. Yeah, I'd love to yeah. see it. <laughs> Jaloy, in the old days, in the 19th century, when photography was invented, some people were rather fearful that the image was somehow capturing their soul or their essence. Yeah. I'm, I'm sensing something deeply spiritual, although maybe not formally religious about your work and yourself. Is there something when you take someone's photo, when you capture their essence, um, when you capture who they are as a human being, is there something religious about it? Well, I'm a, I'm a faithful guy, you know, <laughs> so I'm always uh, I always feel like uh, doing, you know, whenever I take pictures of someone, like uh, you know, they they become part of my life too, and uh, you know, I, I never I remember all the people that I. They uh, took photos of so, yeah. It's always a, um, yeah, divine thing, you know, for me personally, and uh, it may not be like the same for them, but it's always for me, and uh, yeah, that's why I love like taking pictures, you know, it to almost an uh, extent of um, being obsessed with it. <laughs> What can you get in a picture, Jaloy? That You can't get somewhere else. What are you looking for when you take that photo of the person you've talked to on the street that would be hard to find in other ways? Well, you know, it, for me, it's not the like the visual aspect of it, but uh, you know, I, I always believe that you know, photographers can always like uh, they have the power to like um, pack with the. The photo with the soul, you know, of of some of uh, of the moment, and uh, you know, we can see like the same images taken by different photographers, but it will like give us like different feelings, you know. That's just <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> do you think? I mean, you're not a priest, of course, but yeah. in a way. All this, this book, things you wanted to say but never did, that's the sort of thing that Catholics, and you're from a Catholic culture in the Philippines, mm -hmm. that's what people used to say to priests. And a lot of the work, a lot of the photos, like I still look for you in everyone I meet are enormously confessional, very personal, reflect the fragility uh, of people. Is there a, a confessional element here? But in a different kind of way from when people formally confess to priests? 
Oh yeah, you know, I'm just a person too. <laughs> uh, I can't, uh, you know, I can't reply. You know, my my only uh, uh, way to uh, um, share the works is through my Instagram. And but you know, one thing that I promise them is that I, I'm gonna read everything. You know, because people they they most of them they don't really care about you know being published or being put in a book or you know. Uh, most of them, they I feel like they just want someone to read the the notes, you know, and uh, yeah, that's 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 just what I'm uh, doing, you know. <laughs> it's really because I it's really funny because I really didn't like expect or I didn't thought I didn't think about that I'm gonna do a project like this because you know I'm a photographer, I take pictures like. Um, yeah, it's just uh, didn't expect anything of, like uh, it to be like this. Are you sometimes troubled with the fact that people are telling you all this stuff and yet there's not much you can do? And a lot of the notes are pretty depressing. Uh, one of them, uh, all I ask is to be free from my demons. Another one, um, uh, I'm afraid the idea of me is far more interesting than the reality, so I can't let anyone close uh, a third i have all these feelings and i don't know what to do with them there aren't answers here i mean some of them are more encouraging but um do you sometimes feel like responding and, and again i talked about being a priest you're also in an odd way a therapist except that you're not acting as a formal therapist you're just listening you're not really able to respond yeah that's why uh I think the 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 response that we're you know we're looking for you know you, we can see that in the comment sections when I uh, post something you know that's where that's where that's where the community was built mm -hmm. you know people oh, so like, a community so you have yeah. a community on Instagram I mean you've got an enormous um, following an enormous community on Instagram you have. 712,000 followers, 30, you, you follow 3,800, and then you have 612 posts. So this was all through word of mouth. And is Instagram your key platform? Do you not do this on Twitter or any of the other TikTok or the other social media platforms? Yeah, mm, Instagram's the only platform I'm doing this. And then I'm, I'm sharing somewhere. Uh, I'm sharing in it in a in facebook but like the whole the main uh, platform is instagram but and i'm planning to like the uh, i'm doing a website right now but it's still in the works what do you think of social media enormously controversial we've done mm -hmm. a number of shows on social media the surgeon general the uh the doctor the american so formal doctor came out with a warning about social media, but the way you're using it seems pretty good, pretty positive, pretty healthy. Are you yourself a, a fan of social media or are you in some ways troubled by it? Yeah, to be honest, like uh, when I was still in the Philippines, you know, uh, now being a photographer, I'm like, I'm really like, don't like the idea of uh, Instagram, but uh yeah, it it when I when I got here, you know, I couldn't walk outside, take pictures. I don't have like any assignment, so you know, the only way I can do like a work or a, a project that will reach people 
was through social media. So, yeah, but uh, I really believe, uh, I think the, the issue was, uh, is um, valid, you know. But, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, social media, it was given to us, like, we don't have any clue about it. So I, I feel like there should just be, like, a, uh, you know, education about it, how to use it, or, uh, um, you know, the proper ways to... Uh, to, uh, how should, I mean, in, in terms of your experience with this project, what, how should and shouldn't people use platforms like Instagram? I mean, Instagram has a reputation mm-hmm. for people showing off their beauty, their happiness. Your project's the reverse. Yeah, I've been, uh, there's, there, there's a lot of uh, people have been saying, you know, my work is anti-Instagram anti, uh, or, uh, you know. <laughs> But, I mean, yet it's on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> but when I started it, like I really don't have like that uh, uh, purpose or aim to, you know. Oh, I'm going against the uh, system or something, you know. I just, I just really wanted to like give a safe space for uh, for people, you know. And uh, yeah, you know, mm, hearing uh, let uh, reading letters from. Um, Iran, uh, Afghanistan, Serbia, and uh, you know, I won't reach, I won't be able to reach those people without uh, social media. Yeah, and you, you note those countries, places like Iran, which are highly repressive. You're from the Philippines with a great deal of p- political controversy. I know you work with Rappler, mm-hmm. run by my old friend M- Maria Ressa. I'm actually who just won the Nobel Prize for Peace, very brave yeah. woman, brilliantly brave, and remarkable woman i'm actually going to manila uh in september to speak at one of her conferences H- how wow. has this project gone down in in the philippines with the people you know um it, I, have you been turned into a a kind of celebrity there no <laughs> no but uh yeah but you know i guess because a lot of people have followed my work there but uh you know i'm always like when I, when I visit the Philippines, it's always the same. I stay in Pandakan, you know. I have my friends there. People can always visit me at home, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still. I'm always. I I just do everything that I've done before. Just just walk outside the streets, take pictures. Um, yeah, I, I always try really to accommodate everyone. Like you know, like hey, can I can we go? To, can we meet? And uh, yeah, I'm always I'm always trying to like accommodate everyone. It's it's quite remarkable. How, did, tell me a little bit about how you trained to be a photographer. Did you go to formal photography school, or you essentially learned it on the street? No, I, actually, I started as a, a street artist, graffiti artist. You know, so we, we first I I first started you know painting painting walls around the yeah like that one I painted the one yeah uh, here we I, have an image for people just watching uh, an image of a wall in in, mm-hmm. in Manila yeah so we we started doing that and then uh, and the can which at yeah. least according to this description is one of the the roughest parts of Manila it's it's a pretty rough town so I'm guessing it's quite rough that area. Yeah, so yeah, I just I started um meeting people, you know, looking for when I was when we were like looking for walls and then you know, my my uh my uh, attention shifted to uh, the people that I'm meeting. So 
I'm, I'm, I thought, you know, I need to look for a medium to tell stories of these people. So, yeah, that that's where uh, that's when photography um, came into my life. <laughs> but yeah, I studied the uh, fine arts major in advertising. We have a, we had a uh, photography subject, I think, in second year. You know, we got I got my camera. I think I, I was the last one to uh, get the my uh, a digital camera, and you know, our family paid for it. For almost three years, yeah. What <laughs> guess, kind of camera did you use? Uh, at that time, I, I we bought the Nikon D90. That was my first camera, and uh, you know, my mom told me, you know, we, we paid three years for that. You should you should use it, yeah. <laughs> like you should use it properly. So I thought, like you know, I should be, you know, um, should be good. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. have to uh, do work with the. Um, my friend owns a Photoshop in Berkeley, Looking Glass Photo. You should definitely do a, a presentation there. I mean, do you consider yourself a, a professional photographer in the way in which professional photography is an industry in the United States, or are you a response to that kind of professionalism of the art? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm doing editorial works, you know, for New York Times. For uh, you know, that's that was my dream when I first came here to be a professional photographer, and I'm still uh, working on it. Yeah, but uh, you know, I feel like as long as I take pictures, you know, I'm a photographer. And yeah, I'm, you are. I mean, I'm doing a show actually later in this month with Roger Ballen. You know, who's a very oh, uh, American photographer well, in Africa. So I'm particular. I mean, it's rather ironic to do all these conversations with photographers on a podcast show when not everyone can see the imagery. Um, you, you, you. Again, I've, we've, it's the first time we've met Jaloy, so I, I don't want to make too many uh, generalized observations about you. But you seem yeah. a very positive person. You have this, t- <coughs> excuse me, this T-shirt, for example, that you sell online. Bad days are temporary. There's something enormously optimistic, it would seem, about you. Where where does that come from? Is it just natural? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, one thing, you know, I feel like that's why I can do the project, the things you wanted to say but never did projects because, you know, you know really, you know, my childhood was, I don't really have like any traumatic experience happen to me. Uh, you know, my, my childhood was pretty normal. You know, we're not rich, but, um, uh, you know, our family is uh, okay. You know, I have uh, loving uh, siblings and uh, pa- uh, parents. And, uh, yeah, I've always been like, you know, <laughs> um, that's why when people meet me, like, oh, we expected, we uh, we thought you're like a, a super serious person <laughs> because of the project, but. Yeah, always trying to find the the you know light in any situation. Well, the the nicest uh, one in the book that I've seen at least is um, is a photograph that says, "Is it? It is an honor to love you." Uh, so I'm assuming that some of the messages and some of the art in the work is is quite positive, and and, and I'm assuming uh, Jaloy quite personal for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of uh. There. There are also a lot of like uh, notes that are you know affirmative, positive, and uh, hopeful. 
So I always try when I see one, you know, I always try to include it because they 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 don't usually I don't usually receive messages like them. So I I I I when I receive one, I always uh, like try to uh, get it on board. <laughs> Yeah, it's really nice. Have you had much response from the Instagram people? Of course, Instagram's business model, they're owned by Facebook, quite controversially. Mm -hmm. They sell advertising, so they're benefiting in many ways from your project. Are they supportive? Have you had much interaction? Actually, no, we don't have like any. <laughs> yeah, we don't have, I don't have like any. Uh, I don't, did it, I, can't, I didn't hear anything from them. <laughs> Yeah, you know what would be good? You maybe maybe Mark Zuckerberg will let you into his home and you can photograph him. I'd be interested in your photographs of Zuckerberg. <laughs> what, what do you think those would be like? Oh, that's that that could be nice. Yeah, I've I've seen in one one time in in MoMA in San Francisco, and I, I'm like, uh, hey Mark, no, I, this is just uh, in, he 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 left already, but you know I was supposed to ask. Um, you have a job for me because <laughs> that's uh that's the uh, i think my first year in 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 america you know i don't have like a job and uh you know and then i saw him when i was supposed to say it he walked out so yeah he didn't hear it <laughs> well if he's watching uh, joloy what would you like to say to a old zuckerberg well you know um yeah, you're in a really rough, uh, you know, challenging spot right now. But you, you uh, feel like you, you owe us a lot of um, explanation. Yeah, I think probably you should yeah. let you run Instagram. Would you run Instagram if he gave you the opportunity? No, no, no. That's too much uh, responsibility for me. Yeah, but 